Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the I don't know, second edition of Russ is Real. Real advice for people wanting to get started in sales. So what I want to talk about today is what do you do if you want to get started in sales, but you're not in the best position of your life? You've got things weighing down on you. Uh, sometimes it makes it a little bit difficult because what do you have to do when you're in sales? Well, you have to be somebody that people know, somebody that people like, and somebody that people trust. And sometimes when you've got a lot of baggage hanging on you, no matter what it is, whether it's financial, physical, relationships, or whatever, it's very hard because people sense that. You don't want to be like that uh, comic book character Pigpen that has this big cloud around them. You want to be the person that people gravitate towards. When you walk into a room, do you brighten the room or do you darken the room? So it's difficult if you got that stuff hanging on you. And I got to tell you, I know. I've been there. I've done that. And uh, one of the things that I had to learn how to do is kind of compartmentalize my life. I had to take the things that weren't going so well and I had to turn those off in my brain. Uh, one way that I did that was heading out to speak to somebody or to speak at an event was listening to upbeat music and things like that that, that made me feel good. Uh, there are also people that I had to keep away before I got in front of other people because people will either bring you up or take you down. And the reality is people will want to keep you pretty much right where you are. And if you're kind of stuck in one position, that is a problem. So you always want to try around to be around people that want to bring you up. But the challenge is those people that want to bring other people up, they want to be brought up themselves. So it's kind of difficult when you get started. If you've got all of this stuff that people see and people feel that aura that you have. So the most important thing that you've got to do is you've got to get excited a little bit before you go out and before you work on that sale, no matter what it is. I had a friend that used to have a sock puppet and he would talk to that sock puppet. Hey, we're gonna go out and make this sale. Yeah, we're gonna make it. Look, it sounds stupid, but it worked for him. Now, maybe it's not a sock puppet. Maybe you just need to look at a picture of your family and say, you know what? This is who I'm doing this for. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to let anything stand in my way. I'm going to just move out of the way. Here's what I want you to understand. In your life, you have what's called creative tension. Let's say this fist right here is where you are. And this fist over here is where you want to be. So one of the things that's important is understanding where you are and don't lie to yourself about where you are. Um, you know, understanding where you are personally goes through basically five stages. And they're like the five stages of death. The first stage is denial. You know, maybe you've got problems that you don't have enough time to do what you want to do. You don't have enough time to get the exercise in, or you don't have enough money. Uh, money's weighing down on you. And in this particular economy with inflation being up, yeah, money, yeah, that sure can be a problem. So maybe that's what the issue is. Or maybe not, but there's other things that keep you there. Now, 
after you stop denying it, you start to get mad about it. Why is this happening to me? Why am I having these health challenges? Why am I having these money challenges? Why am I having these relationship challenges? And you start to get mad about it. Well, that anger is not going to do anything to help you, but maybe you've got to progress through that stage. And then there's the bargaining stage. Man, if I could just make it through one more day. I can't tell you how many years I went through in my life just thinking, just Lord, please get me through one more day. You get me through one more day and I'm going to make it. And I got through that day and I got through the next and I got through the next and, and I made it. And I've seen a lot of people make it as well. So there is that little bit of bargaining that's there. Man, if I could just make this sale, I'll listen to more books, I'll do more training, I'll do whatever it takes. But it doesn't really work that way. Now you could try and bargain all that you want, but the only place that results come before work is in the dictionary. So maybe you've got to go through that stage. Maybe you've gone through it and now you're like depressed. Oh my goodness, what do I do? Uh, you know, I've tried everything, nothing's working. There's an old country song that says, when you're going through hell, keep on going. Because you're going to find that you got yourself stuck in a rut. And what's a rut? A rut is nothing more than a grave with both ends kicked out. So uh, sometimes it takes a little help to get out of that rut. Hopefully some of these trainings will help you do just that. And uh, I remember I had taken my kids and my wife up to the mountains in Tennessee. And uh, we took them up there to see snow. There was no snow when we drove up. We got up there, it snowed like crazy. Now picture this, I'm a Florida guy. The only white stuff I've ever driven in is beach sand. And here I am in a brand new four door, one ton, four wheel drive diesel pickup truck. This is the kind of trucks that up in Tennessee, they put snow plows on. They're that good in the snow. Well, I started to drive down the mountain when it snowed and that truck started to slide a little bit, started to slide towards the ditch. And of course, when you're from Florida, what do you do? You hit the brakes, which is the wrong thing to do in the ice and the snow. I know that now, I didn't know it then. But I hit the brakes and the truck slowly slid towards the curb. And on the other side of the curb was the side of the mountain. I mean, we're pretty close to going off the mountain. And I took a deep breath, I got out of the truck and this older gentleman, <laughs> this was a few years back, so he may be my age now, but he came out of the woods and he looked like something out of deliverance. And he said, son, do you want me to show you how to drive that thing? I said, yes, sir, I'm not proud. I want you to show me, because I got my wife and the kids in the car. He said, well, slide over, I'll show you how to drive it. He backed that truck up, he put it in four wheel drive low, and he said, when it starts to get this way, you jump on it, you pull the wheel this way. And if that truck starts to spin, you turn the wheel this way and you jump on You don't never hit them brakes. And he, and he gave me full driving instructions in about a mile. He says, you think you got that, son? I said, yes, sir, I got it. And I got off that mountain, went straight to Walmart and bought me two sets of snow chains. Now, normally you put snow chains on the back of the car. I had them on the front and the rear. And as we're going back up the mountain in the snow at about five miles an hour, brrr, people were driving around me laughing, you know, seeing the tag from Florida going up the truck, you know, going up the snow. 
But uh, we made it to the top, and those chains may have looked stupid, but you know what? They're what got me there, and they're, they're what helped me. And I tell that story because, you know, I think about that in relationship to sales. Sometimes you need somebody to tell you, uh, you know, do you want me to show you how to drive that thing? And you got to listen to them. And you got to understand that sometimes when you're in that rut, if you just stay in that rut, if you're driving down an old muddy road, you're going to stay in that rut. Sometimes you got to turn that wheel a little bit. You got to jump on it. That's what you got to do in sales. You got to jump on it. You got to do something different because that's where the acceptance point comes. Okay, man, I accept where I'm at. Now, what am I going to do to get out of it? Well, what you're going to do to get out of it is you're going to improve yourself. You're going to take a little bit every day and you're going to get a little bit better. Hopefully it's with these podcasts. Maybe it's with books that I'll recommend throughout the podcast. But the bottom line is, is you got to accept where you're at and you got to know where you're going. Because knowing where you're going is important. First off, if you don't know where you're going, you're already there, which is in that grave with the ends cut out. But picture this. Here you are, here's your today's reality, and here's where you want to go. Well, let's say that where you want to go is just get the bills paid. Now, that's okay, but that's not stretching you. That's not pulling you. You're right here. You want to get the bills paid. That's there. But you want to get to a life that sales could provide. Well, what you want to do is you want to have that vision of coming all the way over here. And what's going to happen? The further that vision is, the more it's going to pull on your current reality and bring you over there. Now, a lot of people tell you you need to work outside your comfort zone. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you you need to expand your comfort zone. I can promise you a few years ago, I would have been terrified of doing a video and putting it out there on the Internet, afraid that people were going to criticize me. Well, you know what? There was a point I was afraid to go out and make sales. I was afraid people would criticize me. I, was, I had all these fears. All fears are fear, false expectations appearing real. So forget those fears. You know the number one factor that's going to keep people from coming to your funeral if you die? It's the weather. It's the weather. A little bit of rain, they're not going to show up at your funeral. So why do you care what they think? Don't worry about that. Worry about where you are, worry about where you want to go. And learn to turn that little switch off on all the negativity. And when you get behind that camera, when you get behind the microphone, when you get in front of that person, when you pick up that phone, you're talking with authority, you're talking with energy, you're talking with belief of what it is that you're doing. Get those negative things that have been pulling you back out of the way. Get that future up in front of you. Maybe you've got to see it. Maybe you've got to have pictures of it. But get it in front of you. The other thing that you want to make sure that you're doing is make sure that what you're putting in your ears is good stuff. You've got to ask yourself, are the people that I'm associating with, are the things that I'm listening to, are they bringing me closer are they pulling me to that reality? Are they pulling me out of that rut? Or are they so strong, they're pulling my goals back? You know, 
friends are important, but friends are people that want to keep you at the level that you're at. Because guess what? If you start to move, now they have got this creative discontent. They're feeling stuck in the mud, but watching you move isn't pulling them at all. So what are they going to do? They're going to hunker down and try and pull you back. So you've got to be careful about what you listen to because what you put in your ears is eventually going to come out of your mouth. And if you want the right things coming out of your mouth, you keep listening to this podcast. But you turn your car into a drive-time university. Listening to talk radio, listening to great music, well, it has its place. But you know what? That's a lot of time that you could spend improving yourself. Just 15 minutes a day of self-improvement will make all the difference in the world. So today's training is simply this. Figure out where you are, figure out where you want to go, and figure out how to turn that internal switch inside your head. Nobody can do that for you. You've got to do it for yourself. But once you master that, then everything else from this point forward becomes simple. Now, simple, not necessarily easy, okay? Some of these things are going to be a little bit difficult to you. But as you start to do them, the difficult will become easy. If I ask you to drop down and give me five push-ups, maybe you can or maybe you can't. Maybe you can do 10 or 15 or 20, but at some point you're going to tap out. That's all the push-ups you can do. But if you do that every day for 15 minutes a day, guess what's going to happen? Those 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 push-ups that you used to do are now 25 or 110 or 250 push-ups because you've been doing it every day. It's the same thing with this. If you want to get better at sales, you've got to put a little bit into it each and every day. There was a trainer I once heard, he called it the slight edge. And he gave this example. He said, you know, if you went to McDonald's and you ate a hamburger or you were going to order one and everybody in front of you that ate a hamburger took a bite and died from a heart attack, you'd probably put that hamburger down. Now, we all know we dig our grave with our fork and our spoon, but sometimes we don't think about it. But it's not that one hamburger. You go out and have a McDonald's hamburger today, it's probably not going to bother you. But it's that constant effect over time that's going to make a difference. Now, a couple things about successful people. Warren Buffett did a study, and they've proved that throughout history, people that can really accept delayed gratification are the people that are most successful. So if you're going to go out in sales, you've got to know that that satisfaction isn't going to come from maybe the first or second or third attempt, maybe not even the first, second or third sale. It's going to come from you consistently doing some little things over a consistent period of time. And that's what's going to make all the difference in the world. Seeing that hamburger, it's not going to kill you, but you do that every day. Even if it doesn't kill you, it's going to slow you down. <laughs> You're probably going to feel it oozing out of your veins. Well, the same thing happens with personal development. 
We want you to put enough of it in your body that it starts to ooze out of your veins, that people around you start to feel it, that you start to attract them, that you start to pull them out of the mud, and you can do it. But it takes consistent effort. You see, they did a study with children, and they put some candy in front of the kids. And these two groups of kids, they had separately. And they said, okay, the candy's there, you can have it whenever you want, but if you don't eat the candy when you're done, we're gonna give you twice as much. And they studied these kids. And some of the kids looked at the candy, they looked around the room, and they just kept looking at the candy, and eventually they ate some of that candy. Other kids looked at the camera, or looked at the candy, did the same thing, looked around the room, but they never touched it. After the test was over, they got the reward, their candy was doubled, well, they followed these kids for years, and what they found out, the kids that took the candy did significantly lower in their test scores, in their employment, in their income, virtually in every aspect of their life. But the kids that were able to withstand the delayed gratification did better in every aspect of their life. You see, at the counter success, there is no instant checkout. There is no discount. You've got to go through and you've got to correct some things and you've got to add some things to your life and you've got to quite frankly forget about some things in your life to be successful in sales. Now, the problem is some of those things are pretty easy to do. You could separate yourself from certain things but things that are easy to do are easy not to do. So as you start to develop these disciplines and you do these things over time that seem to make no difference in the act of doing them, over time, all of a sudden you start to get exponential results. If you start to listen to the training and you start to absorb it and you start to think differently and you start to listen to different things so different things come out of your mouth you're going to have success in sales. And that is the most critical step. We could talk about pitches. We could talk about, uh, you know, closing techniques, ABC, always be closing, coffee is for closers, all of the hype, all of those things. But none of it matters until you make the commitment to yourself to pull yourself out of that rut, to know where you are, to know where you're going, and set a place for yourself that so far in the future, it starts to pull. Now, if you've ever pushed a car, you know, getting that car rolling is tough. You gotta to put your whole hand on it, you gotta put your back into it, you gotta push, but once that car starts to roll, you could push it with your fingertips. That's what this first training is designed to do, is to get you rolling so that moving forward, you can just, whatever it is, whatever mechanism you use to change the channel, to flip the switch, whatever you call it, when you're in front of a buyer, you have got to be that different person. Because God made us in his image. You've got what it takes. Babies have no fear of height. They will walk right off a table. They learned that fear. And for you, your fear is just false expectations appearing real. The bottom line is until you get out there 
Like Emerson said, do the thing and you'll have the power until you get out there and start to make the sales. It's going to be very difficult. It's kind of like a catch-22. You're not going to make sales until you make sales. Well, how do I make sales? You make sales by first pulling yourself out of where you are, recognizing where you are and understanding you want to be somewhere else. And each and every day you work towards that goal. And you ask yourself, are the things that I'm doing today moving me closer to that future reality? If they are, you keep on doing them. So that's what I've got for today's episode. I hope you get something out of it. God bless you. Have a great day.